Afresagne is a Yiddish term that had to have come out of the displaced persons camp following World War II and dealt with the wholesale feeding of people. Hundreds of people would stand in line served by men and women who worked as hard and as fast as they could to ladle food on the waiting plates. There were tins of sardines and packs of chocolate bars. My mom was one of the people behind the serving lines, and if she wasn't fixing meals, she was serving them. And if she wasn't serving them, then she was cleaning up, only to think about making the next meal. I didn't took a good day to you. Welcome to this edition of Kishmer in Yiddish. My name is Shloime Devoile. My colleagues, or my friends, call me Shloime. I'm your host and hope you stay for our program dealing with Vuden, what else? Food. The purpose of this program is to present stories and memories Growing up with Yiddish as a first language. Defresarnia, the food free for all, came with another term that rhymed, demordevania, the rigorous, grueling, and unending task involved in all aspects of food preparation. It's hard working, backbreaking, boring, and thankless. But this is not the story I had in mind to share about the wonderful world of Yiddish Essenbachic, Jewish cuisine. As the saying goes, out of all bad comes good. The fellow who ran the kitchen at Camp Feldafing was named Arik. He came from a town in Auschwitzchen, later to be called Auschwitz. He noticed my mom and how diligent she worked, how quietly pretty she was, always with a smile. And Arik had a boyfriend, uh, uh, a boyhood friend, whose name was Beric, with whom he shared life and death experiences during the war. Interestingly, the predominantly Jewish facility known as Camp Feldafing had the highest birth rate in the world for a year or two following World War II. Considering the terrible beating, Jews just wanted to give rebirth to their lives and start over. My dad was no different. Arik told Beric about my mom and also my mom about Beric. They met, fell in love, married, and added to the birth rate in Feldafing by creating me. Once married, my parents moved into private quarters. Food and the tom, the essence of flavor, blossomed under my mom's steady hand. She took aye, eggs, and mail, flour, mixed and kneaded it into thin golden strands, which she later cut into strands of noodles called lokshin. She created soups full of vegetables and yoach, or chicken broth, served for Shabbos, the Sabbath. Life was blooming. My childhood memories, my gedanken, my thoughts, have to do with the wonderful dishes my mom prepared. She would make cucumber salads, pickles in vinegar, that was so pungent. It was a bowl of pale, mint-green, peeled cucumbers floating in a clear pool of vinegar and sugar-laced water. The balance between tart and sweet was so subtle, 
It tempted one's appetite to hope for bigger and better dishes. Angedämpften Kotletten. Hamburger cutlets floating and steaming in brown gravy. It's a miracle that I don't weigh 400 pounds because the focus of my mom had to be about food. If she wasn't flipping a bubala, a Yiddish flapjack, she'd be making a salami on rye, a schnitke, a sandwich. And upon coming to America during the early days, she was known for calling me home to come home for a son of a bitch, calling it her version of a sandwich. If it all runs on WD-40 today, back in the 50s, Jewish cooks lubricated their cooking with schmaltz, chicken fat slowly rendered into pools of liquid gold, little pieces of leftover crackling swimming around, the griebenes. You smeared that schmaltz on a slab of challah, and your lips would glisten. Passover time, or Pisach, when matzah was at every meal, schmaltz would definitely heighten the messy ordeal of eating the ancient flatbread. Growing up, you never ate out, but that didn't mean you couldn't go to the delicatessen, the smoked fish and herring in wine sauce, the schmaltz herring, and the tzibalach, sliced onions, all marinating in oil. Then mama would come home with beigelach and shmia cheese made locks. She'd come home with bagels with cream cheese and locks. The salami, the corned beef, the pastrami, the broit, the rye bread, the half dills, and the mustarde, the mustard. And he didn't dare throw away the paper that the fleisch or the meat was wrapped in. Fast forward some Zwanzig U.S., some 20 years. I met my Kala, my bride, and after a quick courtship, I was invited to her parents' home for a Shabbos dinner. My Schwige, my mother-in-law-to-be, made a wonderful meal, but not before she benched the Shabbos lacht, that she blessed the Sabbath candles, hiding her eyes in her palms and praying for shulam and gesint, for peace and good health. Ma Shveye, or my father-in-law, made kiddish, saying the prayer over the sacramental wine, following with hamotzi, the prayer over the braided traditional bread, the challah. Dinner began in earnest when Lila, or Lil, as she was respectfully called, served the soup, steaming and flavorful with white rice to give it substance. It was there at that wonderful time when the glow of the Sabbath Eve, the aroma of delicious food tickles one's senses that the main course blew me away. I could talk about Yiddish Essen, Jewish food with the best of them, but when Mori, my father-in-law brought out the brisket. I lost myself in paradise. Surrounded with rich brown gravy was a slab of sliced beef brisket and boulders of potatoes, kartoffeln. A cloud of steam. The tam, the flavor was visible. The challah, a salat, a salad. Green arbes, green beans and a compote, 
an apricot and prune compote to finish it off. Sizvue. It's true. The way to a man's hagets, his heart, is through his mugen, his digestive tract. Such has been the stuff of my 45 years of wedded bliss, holidays, and the foods honoring the events. Right now, we are on the cusp of the Jewish New Year, Rosh Hashunah, Rosh Hashanah, the head of the New Year. Brown chalas mit rozhenkes, round chalas with raisins, honik mit apu, honey and apples, all to help make it aziz yue, a sweet year, and a brisket, the kind I just mentioned with all the trimmings. I wish you a gesunten in a mazeldicken yue, that you should have a healthy and happy new year. I thank you for your interest in the program and hope to see you soon as memories about being Jewish are presented for your enjoyment. Biz next mold. Until next time. Kishmir in Yiddish. And if you'd like to connect with us and the show, search for Kishmir in Yiddish on Facebook. We have a group that you can join as well as a fan page where you can follow.